Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. What can I get started for you? Do y'all have uh, hot chocolate? Yeah. I'll take a regular hot chocolate and that's it's, it. A uh, whole milk can that? Yeah. Perfect. Anything else? No, that's it. Y'all ready for Halloween? I am ready for Halloween. <laughs> Give me 25 for you. All right. You'll just swipe on the bottom. Just make sure the strip is down. Okay. And then a screen should pop up in case you want to leave a tip. All right. Absolutely. Have a great one. You too. You guys have you guys have uh, apple cider too? Yes, we do. Oh, cool. Hi. Hot chocolate procured. Right after I ordered this, I saw they had. What I was looking for really originally, they had just saw it like on their on their wall. They have like this is it's like a paper towel or something, and they have uh, mold uh, spiced uh, apple cider and other different kinds of cider. It looked like too. It's, just, it's like damn it, damn it! I should have looked before I like went in there. I never, would have never thought that they'd have that. For some reason in the back of my mind, I thought they would have, some place would have like these hot apple cider. But not that I, but I didn't think these places here would, but I didn't think like it's such a small place like that would have it. So I'll have to get one next week, my next walk, but. Holy shit, this hot chocolate is fucking hot. Yeah, the, the leaves are starting to fall now. I see them on the street. There's a, there's a house over here. It looks like they've got Frankenstein on the front porch. Some kind of a winged wraith. A zombie coming out of the ground. Like a bunch of like dismembered feet and legs. 
but I need to get back on this other street. I'm going to the bike path today, if you guys are wondering. And I forgot to say, and we're walking. And we're walking. Walking down this little alleyway. Now, it's made out of gravel. I don't know if you can hear it or not. It's pretty windy because the audio is probably going to be pretty shit for this, for this show here. Oh my god. Had the first like good like non fucking boiling hot drink of this hot chocolate and it is fantastic. This is not Swiss Miss. This is some this is some quality shit. Here's a house with some spider webs on it. These people like go all out Halloween around here. I see like a like the favorite is like that Jack Skeleton thing from uh, Nightmare the Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. There's like a variety of shit. I've been seeing a lot of uh, life-size skeletons. I don't know. Maybe people are gone fucking crazy. Just like start digging up graves. They look, they look real. All besides one look pretty real. One's like a glowing like fluorescent green. There's some jack-o'-lanterns. Says a troubled child or some shit on the pumpkin. What the fuck? They look like they've Carved a hole in this pumpkin that make it look like it's eating this tiny little pumpkin. Like it's eating a baby pumpkin. That's pretty fucked up, isn't it? Hot chocolate is good. Hey, some people, what was that? Uh, French detective that always drinks hot chocolate. Perot. I mean, Sherlock Holmes is always the best. Crow wasn't too bad, even though he was French. It's a lovely day today. It's like 60s, maybe, like low 60s, but sunny. I thought I was going to get a gothic day this week, but this Halloween week, but nope. Not yet. I'm sure there'll probably be one tomorrow or the next day.
can't wait till I get some of that cider. But I'm glad I got the hot chocolate first. This shit, man. I tell you. I don't know what they put in it. Is this, this, this has got to be like that quality Swiss chocolate that I hear about. From uh, Young Peck. He's always talking about how great the Swiss are and how and they make this like perfect chocolate over there. From his old like lineage in Switzerland. Oh wow, that looks like a uh, there's a skeletal man and a skeletal dog. I saw like the other day I was walking and there's like somebody had a uh, like a uh, a skeleton. He's like hanging, like you know, he's like lynched outside of their house, and it had a shirt that said "woke." <laughs> it had a shirt that said "woke," so I guess somebody got either that's just like a funny thing, or somebody actually got pissed off at those like "build back better" signs that they put in the yards, like "science is real, climate change is is pretty cool, or needs to be stopped, or whatever," and. I forget what else that it says on that bullshit, but I'm guessing they got they might have went into what that person's house and like dragged them out and killed them and burned them and hung their skeleton up. I'm guessing that's exactly what fucking happened. Alright, I'm on the bike trail now. Flying my walk, but I have to keep them carrying this hot chocolate now. At Halloween, like I remember, I don't like really remember like my first Halloween or going trick or treating or anything. I don't know if anybody does, but it was always a cool sort of holiday for me. It, I don't know who set this shit up, but it's like, it's what's something like to scare the living piss out of you before Christmas come around and you got a present, but you still got, you still got candy. I think the main thing about it is like being, getting scared. Like I still like getting scared. I remember like a couple of years ago, I was watching my uh, grandparents' house after they passed away and it's like way out in the country and um, I was watching this uh, movie, I think it's called The Innocence, it's based on that Henry James turn of the screw. And there was something about that movie like, like scared the living shit out of me. But it was great. I didn't think I, was, I could like get scared of something like that. I had to be, I have, here comes the wind again. I mean, I have times I've had like panic attacks with these like complete ice, my veins filled with like ice water. It's like, oh shit, everything's done. Oh my god, I'm fucked. The world's turned against me. Everything turns against me. Like the grass and like trees and shit, like all of a sudden, like start working against me. <laughs> it was what it, but that's what the, those panic attacks make you feel like. I don't know if it's true. Hell, it may be true. Maybe shit is working against me. 
but like straight fear like that that's I never thought I would have to go through that Hello. These people are just chattering away. Uh, yeah, the innocence with those like creepy little kids, especially the little boy in that. That shit's frightening. That. I don't know, it was like, the, it was the the mood of it too. It was just eerie as hell. I remember reading the, the book and it never really caused me to get into this like mood. But it's very moody with like uh, these outdoor sculptures that are like marble white. It's pretty frightening. And uh... I'm not sure, but I think there's like one certain statue out there that's like a god or something. I could be just making this up in my mind. But somehow that like freaked me out. Like that marble creature garden they, they went out into. Along with that child who was like supposedly in league or communicating with some psychopathic fucking serial killer. Or pedophile I don't know what the hell that was about but uh, God knows what the hell that story was about but it was frightening and then, of course the black and white makes it just as frightening but yeah I like that night I was like trying to sleep I heard something like crash in the back of my grandparents house it start running and I was like holy fuck this is it there's going to be a ghost there when I look. Oh, shit. That's like my biggest worry. Like, you're like going out on my back porch and like flipping on the light real quick. Like flipping it on. Because I sure as hell don't want to flip it on and just keep staring at something. But just to get the idea of what's out there, I would like flip it on and off. <laughs> real quick. Just so I could see if there's like a beast laying on the ground staring up at me with glowing eyes. But it was like that. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna see something. I'm gonna go fucking nuts. I'm done, right, right now. I never worry about the thing like killing me. Just like worried about going insane. You see it? But uh, of course, it was just my grandparents' like big giant blue cat. That added with like being out in the middle of nowhere. It's like it's very, very spooky and Halloweenish. I can't believe it tasted this hot chocolate. Fuck, it's good. Yeah, some of my, like, some of my favorite Halloween movies are, like, it's not really those, they like, the Freddy's or the Jason's. I watch those. I like them. But, uh, I like, uh, was, like, I talked about last week at Hellraiser. And just now I've seen that this year. And, uh, What's the other big one? The Michael Meyer. I was thinking about that. 
is uh, talking to my friends on the telegram is <laughs> it's like the, the first part of like first Halloween was like so cozy where the Jamie Lee Curtis like carving a pumpkin or something or like decorating and making cookies or, like, or whatever, whatever she was doing it was like so comforting to see like very Halloweenish. And I thought, like, wow, what if, like this, the season of the witch where they completely removed Michael Meyer from the franchise for some reason? Oh, there's a hedge apple. I was thinking, it's like, what if they just did a whole movie with like old Jamie Lee Curtis just making like dark gingerbread cookies and shaped like bats and ghosts and, <laughs> and just like carving pumpkins and lighting candles and walking around her neighborhood through the leaves and like don't even add like Michael Meyer to it at all just have the whole film like that <laughs> It's funny, the younger people, like when you pass them by, they don't say hi, they don't speak, they're just like, nod. <laughs> Chucky movies, but what if they just had like a kid, like a Satanist, fail at trying to get into the the little uh, doll and just die? Like after he like tries to provoke the will of Satan into him, to put his soul into this little doll, and uh, and the rest of the movies, some kid buys like this that same doll that his soul didn't go into, and they just hang out in like the autumn. <laughs> and he just like pulls it around in a wagon the entire movie and he makes a friend of this of this little doll it's kind of funny though like when you're a kid how you doing like i was saying uh when you were a kid you like take like objects and like make them into your best friends like your little teddy bears or stuff like that like your little action figures at least i did i guess like maybe i was just fucked and fucking weird but i treated them like better than like a human being <laughs> most it's <laughs> the time most people i treated as like a little lego a le little lego man better than like most people treat each other and same same with like a teddy bear that i had and some of this shit that I had like names for and like George I think like some of my parents like friends made for me and uh wow there's a pacifier there's probably some fucking freaking zoomers out here I'm just kidding I know, I know. forget that but uh yeah, like, I had, like, had this, like, little monkey, George. 
they had like these, I remember it's like these little green pants that this woman sewed and made into a little monkey creature. And my God, I treated that thing so good. It was like my best friend. <laughs> I was a little kid. And I was like thinking about that the other day. It's like these girls like say, well, you objectifies me. You know, I'm just an object. Well, God, you better hope like I treated you. <laughs> I treat you <laughs> like, a, like a little George the monkey. You better fucking pray that I treat you as good as that. Yeah, I like the, the Halloween movies I like is like those real old Vincent Price ones, like made by, I think Terrence Fisher made them. I'm not sure. It might be somebody else. Maybe Charles. I don't know, but uh, there's some like. They have such a like a strange like mood to them, like all like these vivid colors and and they like atmospheres look so alive with like mist and shit in the graveyards, then like the dungeons and the castles and the and plus plus with the added effect of like. Vincent Price running around acting ghoulish and acting like a devil and stuff and like worshiping like Satan in them. They're just like very like they put me in the mood of Halloween more than anything. Especially that one I seen like when I was younger I seen it like on TV on AMC or something like that like late at night. people you walk by you know not to talk to these fuckers they're like they got like a scowl like they're, they're already through with life I guess you don't even fucking acknowledge them when you walk by because <laughs> if you do you just make an ass of yourself you're just like hi and there's like fly by you like a wicked witch that was like that, I think it was like the first witch like the first which Christ it's windy as hell it's so windy try to guard it I'll try to guard the microphone this place is like surrounded by trees but it doesn't matter it's so like extended this park that I'm like passing right now just like flat and nothing, no trees, but surrounded by trees. It's like in the movie that I watched yesterday about uh, the witchcraft. Hexen, I think. I don't know how you pronounce it. Hexen, Hexen. It's about like the history of witches. It's like 1920 something movie. I don't know why I've been watching these old ass movies, like old silent movies, but. There's just a creepiness factor to them. Like I listened to Faust last week, but Haxon at the beginning, I don't be, I have no idea why they even mentioned this in the movie, but they have like how the Egyptians viewed the world, and they viewed it as like not like where I'm at now, but it's kind of like where I'm at now, like 
huge empty space like surrounded by by trees large trees they thought the world was like the oceans and waters and land and stuff that we're on like surrounded like by these huge mountains like around on all sides like a huge bowl of mountain and then down inside the bowl is, is where people lived and the sky was made of steel and the stars were hang, hung with like these these wire they dangled down from this from the steel sky with these wires I guess they actually believe this shit but anyway back to the the wicked witch I remember when I was seeing that I was like my god that that really freaked me out as a kid and it's not even necessarily when she turned into a witch but when they like showed her before I forget her, what her name was but before she like turned into a witch she was just as frightening she looked like creepy as hell and then, like when she turned to a witch I thought back like of what she looked like in uh, Dorothy's real life back in uh, in Kansas and oh my god it just like frightened me as a child but I never thought of like witches as being into like devil worship or anything like that I just thought they were like fucked up people like that somehow I mean I thought they were evil but I don't know I didn't exactly know as a child where they got their power and quite frankly I still don't just have my theories about it yeah that was the first witch in my life it was that damn thing the wicked witch of the west so I guess they went back and like it made her like a like a fucking hero <laughs> she's a hero now like they do with every damn thing they can't like write new material so they go back and change and make the villain the hero like the karate kid I think I just passed it back. It's like the prototypical Ichabod Crane. I <laughs> like the, the, the Disney Ichabod Crane or the one that that uh, Washington Irving actually described. This guy is like the spitting image. I just passed him and he had these like walking two dogs. But Ichabod Crane is kind of like a Daniel LaRusso and uh Ron Bones, the jock. He he's uh he's uh, Johnny Johnny Lawrence, I think his name. But uh Yeah, it's a complete it's almost like the exact same thing, except cer certain key differences. But uh Ichabod Crane is like a Yankee. He goes into uh, New York City's where they've already had their community. He just kind of like walks in and becomes a school teacher and tries to take over everything. And he seems to be a helper, like a, a nice guy, and he's like helping out. It's like helps bail hay and and helps with like the people's kids around town. And he seems like a really nice guy. But then you find out he's like, he's like scheming. He's scheming to marry this this uh, girl in it that's like really wealthy. 
that's what he's trying that's what Ichabod's trying to do and this girl happens to be Brom Bones' uh, his like sweetheart or who he really likes and it's like over it's over this like blonde girl just like just like in uh, uh, the Karate Kid I guarantee you, somebody will either like hear this podcast, which is unlikely, or they'll like feel this like energy I'm putting out about this idea, and they will make Ichabod Crane into like a villain and Brom Bones into a cool guy. Speaking of like that, what is it? What is the dude's name that that made it with Johnny? The Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp, uh, Tim Burton, the look little creeper guy. Oh my God, that I don't what the hell like, that was. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that version of the film. He took the story and he completely fucked up that. <laughs> it's like so dark and so unlike the original story. I know this audio is going to be shit. The Tim Burton, uh, the Tim Burton uh, Sleepy Hollow, it's like, is it, like I say, it was like so dark and like demonic seeming. And even like, like I was thinking like even like certain scenes like in the country and like the covered bridge in the, in uh, Beetlejuice, like the countryside before. In the, in the little town, a small town. That's more like uh, Sleepy Hollow than the Tim Burton version where like Ichabod Crane as is, is Johnny Depp is some kind of like detective like Sherlock Holmes or some shit. I don't know. I never, I think I've, I remember watching that. I was like, what the fuck even? I didn't even know what happened in it. It was like some kind of a mystery or something. And then, uh, Who's the one dude? Uh, uh, Christopher Walken. Like he comes up as like this fucked up like Hessian or something. With his weird teeth. It's like, alright. I forget who said it, but like, he's, he was right. But Tim Burton needs to be like... He needs to be like restrained. He's a good he's a good director, but somebody needs to give him like a set thing that he can and can't do. Like with the, with the Sleepy Hollow so he don't just fuck it up completely and turn into this like weird shit that nobody wants to watch. Besides weird fuckers like him. There's like snakes, like zebra striped snakes he puts in all this stuff. Like, okay. There's almost like too many people on this trail. I didn't think there would be very many because it's getting colder. But there's been actually been more people on the trail today with their dogs. On this bike, it's not a trail, it's a bike path. It's like a paved bike path. And here's another one, of course. 
Hello, how are you? The Hexen movie is like... It's, I wouldn't say it was good. It's like, it's not good and, and as watchable as something like Faust. But it's, it's probably one of those things you like if you like had a Halloween party to put on like a big screen in the background. Nobody pays attention to it. And then all of a sudden on the screen there's this like weird light. Like a weird eerie blue light. And you have these like two pigmen and these like demonic cats walking out of this this mansion I I wasn't really paying attention to that part I don't know what the hell that was all about but they've got like a devil in this it's like with the his tongue's always sticking out and like flicking he's like a crazed imbecile like the, the, the depiction of the devil in this he's not like intelligent at all or if he is he's just not acting like it because he looks like a buffoon he's got like a uh, a butter churn and he's always like looks like he's like jacking off his dick and every time they they show him he's like and all in one scene he's like starts jacking off his dick like with the butter churn and also just like starts floating up into the air Kind of, it's kind of like a uh, like the uh, sat satire 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 like pan. It's kind of like that, but not really. It's like the pan was like just like a gleeful pipe playing uh, flute playing kind of like entity in the woods that just liked to have sex and fun. But uh, this thing had no humor at all in it, except that it looked like a, it's just like laughable looking at it because it looked like it, it looks so retarded, like with its tongue out, <laughs> their depiction of it. And another thing, I guess, like I was, I was talking about before, like the, I don't know where the witches got their power from. Apparently, they get it from like going up and eating the devil's ass, because in this. <laughs> This movie, they're either like kissing, like French kissing the devil's ass, and when this old old witch they they catch, well, witch according to these like religious crazies, monks, uh, she says like that's how they get their power, and it's like monks start laughing. <laughs> Like laughing about like that's how they have to get their power by kissing the devil's ass or eating his ass or licking the devil's ass and they have like but <laughs> like different pictures of it it's like one of them it's like a, it's like a fully goat man and they're like up there sucking on its ass getting power and then there's like another depiction of one that has like a huge like pog ass the devil and <laughs> And, <laughs> and these like these like women's like sneaking out uh -huh, and like smiling and laughing and going up and like sucking on his ass. That's how they get their power. And apparently they like got the power of flight through some ointment. But who knows? I don't know. How do you know? Like, 
I watched a few shows on like witches. I don't know, still don't know where in the hell exactly they get their power. Maybe it's from the devil, I don't know. Maybe this this Haxon was right. Really the movie, if you sit down and watch it, you don't just put it on the background. It's actually pretty sad because you see what happened in it. I mean, I'm not trying to be like some new age person and it's like, well, the witches are cool and whatever. And but let's just, let's just say it how, it how it was back then and how I see it. It's very sad that these were just like poor old ladies. These are poor old ladies, their teeth are falling out. They're getting creepy looking. And uh, and that's why the people, they're like, they're, one of their eyes will start twitching. There's like all sudden like physical ailments hit them when they're aged. And of course, people like like their mule falls down and breaks its leg, and this old lady's out there, and it's biding their own time, trying to like keep out of pain, and working for nothing, like eating like leather, <laughs> and uh, and they of course they blame it on this, they blame it on this poor old lady. It's just it's just sad because. If you think like they're not like it's it's like it's like now they're not going after like people in power the people in power it's like back in like let me rephrase that like back in like the regular people they always have like the people in power and like the regular people and then the other other people they think as as the evil ones at the times the regular people always fall for the rich people's bullshit <laughs> they always fall for it most of them and if they and if they and if these rich the educated educated the experts or whatever like in this hacks of movie that's what they were this at this time now they're like scientists and politicians and billionaires but back then they were like in the church and uh and whatever they said the regular people would like be their little tools to help those fuckers out and the regular people would never <laughs> They seem to never hardly go after the people in power. They're always like fooled into going after like these old ladies like they did back then. Like these are witches. It's like what it is now with like these MAGA memals they throw in prison. Like, <laughs> it's the exact same thing. It's the exact fucking same thing. The MAGA memals they're thrown in prison for fucking life or something over January 6th where they just walked in there and like abided all the rules. And uh, they they just like threw throw all those people. Those are those are the evil ones. Fuck them, kill them. At least they're like not back in the old days where they like fucking tortured them with these devices. Which in 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 the hacks of the movie they show like in detail like things that like squash your feet or they like a light a fire under your ass where you rip your throat out if you like try to jump away from it. You know, I say we do have that shit anymore, but the mindset's still the same. Regular people, maybe even like good people, get into a fucking frenzy 
and they take it out on some fucking poor hurting people in the world that's exactly what is going on now and exactly what was going on back then with these witches they were just old ladies they didn't have no power do you ever stop to think that these witches like if they had fucking power of satan how in the fuck are you catching them how how are you get how are you even getting your hands on these people if they have this power it makes no fucking sense it, it if, if these witches are like a demonic evil and are like bewitching everything you're not gonna catch their ass I'm sorry but I guess you just like could get this regular old joke that comes out for plowing a field like here's a witch and just goes over and just grabs her she doesn't like fucking put a spell on him when he's coming closer or anything like that they just grab her and like strip her naked and tie her like a hog and throw her in like a ripper These are like powerless people. They're like they're powerless, hurting, aged, physically ailing people. Back then, that they said, "Oh, that's a witch. That's what's fucking uh, fucking up the cow. Cow's not putting out enough milk." But there has to be something too, like that archetype of I mean, it. <laughs> now, now that I say that, let me say this: there has to be something to that archetype of the old lady, like the old lady witch. Because unlike the like, like the young witch, the young witch will use her like, uh, namely her sex, like her sex appeal and her. Uh, intuition and her like sensitivity to things like women are more like intuitive on the most part than men men have their powers women have their powers but like usually women are more sensitive to things that sensitivity like for the old really old and like dying with the women at that age and, they, and these were usually the ones they caught these were usually spinsters they didn't have no family to take care of them so they're just like on their own so all of their like 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 a young a young girl uses her like sensitive sensitivity and her like intuition and basically what what a woman's like magic is or femininity or whatever that's her like basically her magic on getting like a a guy or whatever getting someone that like drawing him in she loves that's like using her like magic spell and everybody does this no matter if like say a Christian girl or like any other types they, oh, I don't use magic I'm oh, like straightforward no you're not you use like your uh like your your uh, inborn like magical ability as a as a woman to lure the guys in and it is like a proper like language too because it is a luring and uh for the old the old witch 
they no longer need like their sex drive is like dried up so of course they're uh their intuitive and like sensitive like magical ability and it's, and it's especially in weird people i'm saying like these spinsters have to be weird there's something about them that they are they don't have families they don't either they think differently born differently they're genetically uh whatnot but they're they are different than like a regular a regular woman And once they get, and once they get past like their like sexual drive, like after post menopause, their intuitive abilities like no longer try to attract like a mate. A mate. Even they like subconsciously, their their sex drive is telling them to do that, to tell them to use whatever they have, whatever skills that was given to them, any method, any way, money or not, to get a get a mate but when you when they're old the old witch their powers come from like when that's all past that that subconscious like no, no longer needs that just swipes it away so it's like below their like the subconscious like below like the mind so I think like the old witches are just like they're similar to the young without the sex under their in their subconscious that part of them has died away and now their powers, their magical powers can be used to be like, do other things, other things that like to get uh, other individuals to bend to their will. That's what uh, Crowley said like magic was or like witchcraft was. It was just like something to like, it's like a supernatural force like set out to like, like a supernatural will that flies out, creates like change. Not anything that can be seen. I was watching like this show on, uh, I think his name was Gerald Gardner. Wow, God, what an eccentric. Speaking of eccentrics, like he's, this guy is like his hair and it's like he just looks, he looks like a wild man. But I guess he started out like a, they call it a natural, a naturist. And then he became a, uh, then he's like walking around one day and this group like grabbed him and blindfolded him and threw him in this room and they made him like take off his, all of his clothes. So he's like, he's like naked and he like, like pulled the, the blindfold off and he's like surrounded by all these like hot smoking <laughs> witch girls with their like completely naked around them and they're like wicca 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 and they like tell him all these secrets while like also like keep saying that word over and over again so I guess that's how wicca <laughs> a wicca was born I guess he was like a friend of Crowley or something or he like absorbed some Crowley stuff There's one like documentary, like it was like black and white talking to this gardener guy. He's like, "You have sex orgies, don't you? That's why you get together with these 
these young women and he's like no not at all snaps back <laughs> yeah I'm sure I'm sure you're not but like the young witch like the sexual powers like uh, right post like puberty or whatever and uh You see them now, like, on this, like, uh, what's it called, witch, witch talk. They're called TikTok, but they're witches. And people, like, laugh at that, and this is kind of funny. Like, I was looking at some of them, they just seem to, like, assemble, buy, like, a bunch of, like, minerals and ores and crystals and things, and, like, put them in bowls, and, like, they buy these candles and learn how to, how to magify these candles and whatnot. But I mean, I'm not going to say a word about these, <laughs> these Zoomer girls doing this. <laughs> because apparently they like, took over the algorithm. And, I mean, I'm not completely fucking crazed, but if you get that, but that's like, if you get that many minds like pulling together, they should just give up like these doing like, like these small things and just aggregate like they did like back when they tried to let the when they back when they hexed the moon they like, pulled all of them together and their minds together and the wheels together and they focused on the moon to hex the moon and hot oh, god but maybe they did maybe maybe they really did like change something that way that like uh, aggregation like that that's like that is, is sort of, it could be like a, to, to help their, like, I could, like, very strengthen their magic. There's a rabbit. Rabbit just jumped out in front of me. That's one thing that could, like, strengthen their, like, magical strength, like, or power. Is, like, having so many, like, people, like, thinking on this thing. It's, like, the idea of that egregore, or that, when they, or that group that raised the, they always they thought of like some uh, some entity called Philip. I think it was in Canada. And they like they just made him up out of the blue. It's like yeah, Philip. They paid him like a, a background and lore, and they gave him like a history and physical appearance and all this. And uh, they kept thinking about this this Philip, like he was a real person. And then all of a sudden, like in their house, like it's really creepy. In their houses, like started people, things started like knocking on the walls and shit. I don't. I think they might have like tried to contact one of them or whatnot. It's like, oh god, there's Philip. And there's another one called Jared. I was listening to a show about. It was so like complex and like <laughs> paranormal that I like completely didn't understand what the fuck they were talking about from that. There's like they raise this like egregores like Jared and and Philip. So who knows? So maybe these, these young Zoomer witches have got it figured out. Maybe they maybe they have the ones with the real power right now. So I'm definitely not saying a fucking word about them. Please don't hex me, please. Uh, if I was like offer advice to them, I'd keep doing those things instead of like pilling around with like those crystals and stuff. I would just like 
I just keep using like algorithm, like amassing all of them into a pool, and like doing this stuff like hexing the moon. That is things about their that is their best way of like being a magic. Yeah, that's what the the, uh, the archetype seems to me like. There's the old witch and the the young witch, the the sexy the sex witch and the eccentric, weird old witch. It's like seeing people like laughing about like, like uh, Gerald Gardner is like in his thing at the Wicca and Crowley and his little thing and uh, what did he try to, he like talk to some entity named Lim? I don't know what the hell that, but uh, it's like understandable like it, but from a Christian background like myself like think about, about uh, I'm like wow, that's that's stupid. I don't do that. It's not going to work. It's uh, it's either, there's two things that come to mind when you're a Christian. It's like it's evil, disgusting, or it's stupid and gay. And that's like the two things like you think about when you think about witches as a Christian. But as I've aged, like I can think in like several directions now. It's sort of like my magical ability. It's like this podcast. Like I never. I don't know where that fucking idea came from. I just started, I just did it. I just like went out and like started podcasting and talking. It's like something, something willed that into me. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, there is like magic in the world. You're like, you don't think so. You're like, what about the hell is dreaming? I guess that could be chemicals, but chemicals is doing that. Chemicals creating a fucking world where like the air breathes and, uh, <laughs> and like shit like of all all possibilities you can fly well that's that's pretty very magical of the chemicals to do something like that anyway but I have weird dreams I have like deja, deja vu dreams which uh, who was it like Philip K. Dick they said he thought deja vu was a uh, it's like a, a distinction to notice like there's a, has been like a Alteration of time is deja vu. If you have deja vu dreams of like, I've had a few. It's like some like, I had a dream like of somebody like digging of like these huge like tunnels in this place behind my house. And then I had uh, one was like driving in this two, the two of them is mostly like driving. I'm going places and like, oh yeah, I dreamed this. I dreamed about going on this curve in the in the out in the country and I dreamed about going past this like gas station and this this town that I never been for and then I actually was like drove by there in real life. Philip K. Dick thought that was like an alteration in time has occurred when you start start having these moments of deja vu. But I see some people, I was, what I was going to tell about before, like I see some people like say, talk about like making fun of like such sex magic. But if the will could be thrown, let's say, let's take that, pro, that premise to be, okay, I mean, it, it, somewhat likely, like let's say 0.001%. Mm -hmm. 
likely of happening. It's like a sexual act is like such an intense act, especially like at, at orgasm, that it has to be like it's something uh, something powerful has to occur. I guess my idea of that, of that, like a sex magic with witchcraft or what whatnot, is that if uh, if you're in such a like completely intense sensation in second moment in time, that creates like a child, right? It's like a man and a woman, it, like creates a child, and the and the uh, orgasm and like sense experience two bodies and two spirits like interwoven like both of them are into grasp into the both of their dark natures while they're entwined and and naked and they can conceive like and, and create a child but so why so I guess like the logic behind sex magic would be what if you did not create a child but both of you, the man and the woman, or maybe just one of you, it could be, it could be just one of you, concentrate completely, will, because a, a child, you don't, nobody thinks about having a child while they're fucking, they just, <laughs> that would be a complete turn off, like, oh yeah, well, fuck yeah, I'm going to make a baby in you, that baby's going to form now. It's gonna turn into that egg's gonna get like you, you don't go microscopic level into that you like appreciate the person there <laughs> and enjoy them but uh but i'm saying if you like if you're like into sex magic and you're doing that and you have a will that you in an intent an intent that you you have planned while you're doing that and when when you orgasm concentrate fully on that intent that could like logically I could see that like occurring like, like some strange magic could come out of that like right at the point of orgasm I want to win a million dollars right at the point of orgasm I want to uh, have my health back at the point of orgasm I want this person to die all of those things I could see like happening like like some kind of like a conceived and instead of like an infant you like create like some like creature that comes out and like like it goes walks through reality invisible creating like change and like warping things to what you think was uh, and warping things to like what you intended to do while you're banging away and then coming <laughs> That was just, that's just my thoughts on it. I don't think it's as silly as people think. I, I could get, completely get behind it imaginatively. That's the best thing. It's like, like, as, as, like I was saying before, that's my power now. I don't just like cut things off and like just like to throw ideas out right away. It is so foolish to do that. Now I just like, I don't accept everything, but I take them into my mind and like work at them. like with my imagination and I fantasize about them that's how like I guess that's like it's, it's a part of aging you know 
you're not as uh, set in stone. Hell, maybe I'm working in reverse, but I think most people like it gets more set in stone as they age. But uh, maybe I'm working in reverse. Maybe I'm like becoming a child, like that one movie, that stupid ass movie that I never watched. You go reverse in time and you become a child instead. Like the one, the, the two like witch, the, the two things like the two magical abilities of witchcraft I think are one is uh, intuition because everybody's had a strange spooky uh, synchronicity in their life and, and, and everyone has had like something very weird that they like foresaw or something or that you were told to look some certain way and then you saw something there that was significant. Like you were told to look this way and there was the person you were looking for for years. And it's like magic happened. But that was intuition. Just going through life by feeling and mood. And if you're like interested in that stuff, you probably would like uh, books by D.H. Lawrence. Which is sort of a witchy writer, I, I have to admit. He seems very witchy, which I would, he would probably call me a, a dumb fuck for saying that, but... Intuitive is a power. And another power is like being, being childlike and playful. Like thinking about these things. If you get old, if you get old and you think, oh, witches, hoo hoo hoo, dumbass motherfucker. Witches, hoo 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 hoo. Maybe don't cross that creek there. Ha 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 Bigfoot, ha ha. And they like mock everything that comes at your way. It's like, oh, I can't help it. They can't hex the man. They're stupid girls. Well, maybe they, maybe they are. Just cause you're, just cause you're stupid doesn't mean you can't do intuit things and then have a will. Maybe it's the new thing. You don't know. You have to be like, Maybe witch talk is is like the future. I would have never said that like a couple years ago, but it, and that's the kind of like childlike way you have to walk. Like it was like it is like that Ichabod Crane character. He was very superstitious. Like being superstitious in a childlike way is is a good way of going through life. Because hell, anything can happen. You can see a ghost. Anything. Like across the creek, I'm like walking beside this creek right now, it's pretty high. It's got like little bubbles and stuff like floating. It's going pretty quick too. There's like trees across it. What if I seen like uh, some kind of like phantom come out behind a tree over there and just like start waving at me or like doing some weird sexual motion. Or if I seen Pan or the devil over there. Just the thought of that, like, of course, maybe it, will, it won't happen, but just maybe it will. Maybe it will fucking happen over there. That will keep you lively and young. You give up your like child, your childhood, your youth, and their like your imagination at that time. You give up everything. You give up everything. That is your magical ability. 
That's your witchcraft. I say this as I walk around down this like side trail off the bike path through these leaves. Well, I don't know if you hear it, but a crow is like calling above me. Maybe that's Odin. Who knows? <laughs> he is. Yeah, I love this time of year. It is very magical this time of this time. Even though it's kind of weak to like the fall. It's kind of weak to like it because summer is like the mainly that's the manly season. Like the 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 season of health. But now it's like everything, even the sun. I can tell it's got a weakness to it now. It's like an old man. It's an old witch. So it's it's getting very old this time of year. It's very chilly out. And you like it sounds silly, but you like feel like you have a power over the world now. In the summer, the the sun is like overbearingly strong, and you're like out sweating in that kind of degree weather. It's like ah oh, fuck, and you're like at the mercy of it, like of it of the heat and in most places and like the heat and everything and it's like uncomfortable and there's bugs everywhere and there's like birds like driving you crazy but in the fall that shit starts dying <laughs> everything starts like withering away and the leaves start turning red and gold and, and you think like okay now this is my time, the season that I have some sort of power over now. And that's all that witchcraft is, like trying to get a power over something. Some people think that's bad. Like a lot of, like most Christians think that's bad. But what do uh, Christians want? They, they want a power over, over others. They think like a magical thing. It's like, what else is as magical as like living forever? That's a magical result. I, I was thinking about that the other day. It's like you can you can uh, you can mock these girls like doing this witchcraft and their stones and whatever. But hell, you like like giving up like your. Uh, your passions and things at certain points in your life and maybe that helps you out I mean, that helps probably a lot of people out I'm not gonna lie on that but you're doing that not just for it to be good you're doing that for a reward a reward of heaven and uh, it's the same with like these witches like doing this stuff for a power and a reward it's a power. Heaven is a power that you get. You believe half, or not half, like the ones that don't agree with you go to hell. They don't get, they don't receive the power. They get like a negative power from that. like when the sun starts dropping this time of year like it's late October 
uh, God, it just starts getting cold. It starts getting really chilly. Like just a couple months ago, it was like burning up. I was sweating walking this thing right now. Now I have like long <laughs> workout pants and like sweat, hooded sweatshirt on. Not even sweating. Gerald Gardner was like influenced by Arthur, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle, the, who I was talking about earlier, like the, the creator of Sherlock Holmes, because he was like deep into spiritualism and then like influenced uh, Gardner to get into it. Oh, and in the, um, and another thing about uh, Wicca they like people laugh about was like joining people in the woods. It doesn't seem like that strange or far out to me. That might give you something. It's like, it's like, joining people in the woods is not uh, about the woods, per se. It's, 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 uh, but the woods doesn't give it strength because it's, uh, it's a strange place. Especially, like, in, like, darker days in autumn. It's, it's, it, that's the, especially now, like, in our world, it's, like, so structured and away from nature. Going with your friends from that, it's like having this, such a contrast. It's probably even more powerful now to go to the woods, like meet up and do like these ceremonies. Cause like when you go there, the power is like come because of the contrast. It's not like, uh, it's not like the woods gives you power. I don't know if the witches, I think the witches actually believe that the woods gives you power because the natural setting. But it's not like the natural setting, it's the strangeness, strangeness of it. And especially like in the autumn when it's really weird out like it is now here. And uh, especially if it's like a darker day in autumn and like the leaves are down crackling as you walk out through there. And uh, so you're going out to this strange place that you're not like familiar with. Because most people don't like assemble in the woods much anymore. Or fall. Most people, like I said in the last week, like most people that are like the uh, Trader Joe's type, like uh, people that that do actually do go to the woods. But you go there and it's like a strange place, especially now. And uh, you're also meeting people that are strange to you. Maybe you know them, but you really can't know someone's thoughts and mind exactly. So you're going to a strange place with strange distinct individual people and when you're and you're assembled in this strange place like in a ring of strange people and you, you a, a comfort starts building like a comfort of you all together you start getting comfortable with it you're, like, you're very nervous at once because of the strangeness, but you get fam familiar with it. And when you get familiar, and you like create like a, uh, you build like a little fire, it starts like crackling. That like, to me, would think like all of this strange things forming back into something that is familiar and comfortable and snug, that the power of that like 
there, it could be like a power that comes from it. It can be very high power, I would think. Just from the oddity of it, like the eccentricity of it. And as I said a couple times before, like especially now, we're so like technical and, and online based. Another thing from that Haxon, that movie, the Haxon was like made in 1922. It's like they, they like, uh, for some reason they like, they can milk an axe handle and they wouldn't know which cows I was making that up. I'm just thinking again about witches getting caught in the first place. Like how. Like the witch trials. Has anybody ever even thought about that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure somebody has. I'm sure my mind is not completely exceptionally unique to think about if you have the power of the devil on your side that he just allows his people to get caught. It's like it, it is it's like the files through this devil. It's like. The devil, like the devil, gives you a power, but the the power always comes with a catch. And the catch is the thing, that, like oh, that makes like people uh, I don't know why they don't see that as something that's like something something logically wrong there. Something about that doesn't make sense. The devil gives you power, but there's a catch to it. Why? If there's a catch to it, I, w I would say, like, okay, that's just proving that the devil was, wasn't was looking out for your own interests. But to me, the evil thing in the world would be, like, no karmic, like, <laughs> intervention. No karma at all. Just, like, people doing shit evil willy-nilly into the world and uh, getting away with it for their life like living great happy lives and nothing there's no catch to that there's just like they just like, succeed and then they have like big huge families and uh, have lots of money and they do whatever they want and they go like where everybody else is like uh, suffering and they're stuck in their houses like it was like last year they're out like uh, surfing and shit <laughs> and, and like uh, hang gliding and like going around in their private planes to beaches and like, like scuba diving it's like it's like oh, okay I, I'm not seeing the catch here of these people I mean some of them they do they, some of them may have a catch but I don't see karma like that's the worst thing ever if it's like somebody that does something like terrible to you and just get away with it forever. That's the worst thing. So the devil like adding a catch into like the power he gives you. That seems to me is like my friend says, like uh, uh, Brian Eckert says, it seems like the, the devil is like working along with God. And it's like a controlled opposition, like making you think that he's the worst of the worst, but not even thinking at the same time 
that pure evil would get away with anything, everything. Pure evil get away. There would be no justice until like the, I guess like the end of times or apocalypse or whatever. If you're a Christian, thinking thinking that way. But you sure as hell see a lot of people getting away with shit, and there's no catch to their evil actions. And no catch at all. They're just happy and smiling and thriving. I like try to look up like with the pitchfork like devil. I don't know what, where exactly that come from. That that look, the red look. It's like a, like a red hot, like a freak's red hot. He looks like a really. But I have to thinking about it. Maybe that's the the reason why like the devil's like red, like so bright red. He's like engorged with blood because he's very passionate and horny. So he's like engorged with all this blood and just so passionate but he's ready to fucking explode with blood. The blood engorged, super bright red dick cock. And he's, he's, a, uh, he's a phallic symbol. I don't think it like mentions even like, I can't remember if like in the Bible does it even like mentions what he even looks like. I don't think it is mentioned in there. It's like Lucifer, they mentioned like one time. And then he didn't even, I don't even think in the Bible Lucifer has a backstory. It's just like a light in the sky or something. And that's it. And then some, what was it, like the Paradise Lost guy came up with like the whole lore and history of, of Lucifer. That he was like a bringer of light, like a Promethean. But I don't think, I think that was just created. Doesn't mean it's not valid or whatnot, but it's fiction awful often like intertwines. <laughs> so that's, that's why entire summation of like the archetype of the devil, it's just like he's a huge like erect blood and gore dick. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. It is easy to mock, like, it's easy to mock, like, magic and this, this stuff. That's a lot alive in the world. But then you see, like, things like, these very highly charismatic people. And not just, I mean, there's a lot of charismatic people. Well, not a lot, but it's like... There's a lot more than the ones that are like charismatic and and talented, like super talented, above like ability that you would even imagine. Like people like Shakespeare and like Mozart. And I don't know if the movie is true, like the the uh, Amadeus movie. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> I remember one certain part of it. And it like sums this whole thing up. Like he's like looking. Uh, I forget what the guy's name is. Like his enemy in the in the movie. Scarab. Sc- 
Garlotti. Let me look it up. Soleri. Antonio Soleri. Like, he thinks, like, after hearing his music, like, this genius, this young child genius, and, uh, he goes to a party where he's supposedly at, or he's, like, supposed to be at, and, uh, and he goes in there thinking, like, wow, I will, I will find this guy easily. If there's a person, like, so, so talented and so, like, uh, strong with his like musical ability and like so masterful with his musical ability that I will spot them like easily I can spot who exactly who this like musical mastermind composer is and he goes in and like looks around and then... anyway so Larry he's like a very a very strict sort of man like a serious man he goes back into this back room and and he hears, hears this guy like chasing after this girl <laughs> and she has her like tits almost hanging out of her dress and he's back there like taking like acting like a little child and like talking making like fart j jokes and shit and all of a sudden he discovers that's that <laughs> he discovers that that fucking man that vile Man, I think that's what he calls him, is like Mozart. He's like the biggest, music, the biggest musical genius that he's ever heard in his life. And he's just like a silly, dumb child that laughs like, ah, ah, I can't even do it. It's like, ah, something like that. Like, I, I cannot replicate that laugh. But, uh, and he's so fucking ridiculous and retarded acting. Yet he's the one that's like making these masterful like compositions and that he can't even compete with. And he's like does it and Mozart doesn't even try. He's like apparently he just like comes to him some like through some magic. And you see that as like, okay, there are some kind of a like a magic in which in the world. Like Mozart seems to be to be if you you would think of a witch or a wizard or whatnot, or that archetype, uh, Mozart would be one. Another one would be like Shakespeare, who like created all of these things and like, you know, the one guy, let's say Harold Bloom said, like created like a, the way humans think. I don't know if it could go that far, but he, uh, I would think he like, he didn't create, I don't think he created how humans thought, but he just made like people think much better. Like people think about such like different things than what they used to. Like all of his strange stories about revenge and all that. And this like wild use of metaphor, which is so like good. And his tragedies are so like, even though they're so written so long ago, they still like hit you. And you, and you, you look at them and it's like, oh my God, it's like, there's like nothing like that today. And I was thinking about that earlier too. It's like, there's nothing like, like uh, uh, Mr. Crowley by uh, Ozzy. 
There's nothing like that today. I couldn't even think. It's like an alien come down, like in ancient times, made that type of music. Some kind of like a very powerful race of alien made that music. But it was like 30 or 40 years ago when that came out. And now, it, like people, I can't even like comprehend them like making anything near that quality anymore. Another like another person like is uh, is uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh my God! Like, I get Spanish Castle Magic and all these like pretty much any of his songs. It's just so unique and strange. Like in his his uh, in his uh, guitar sounded so much so had so much like energy and and movement in it. I think a lot, a lot of people can like recreate it and like reproduce like his stuff, but it doesn't have the same feeling to it as when he played it on his tracks. It just seems like something from another world. It's like it's another like example of a of like witchcraft to me, like in the world and magic. We're, we're all kind of like Ichabod Crane, kind of like superstitious, walking around like scared. And then all of a sudden, something like like we were creeping on our horse through this woods. And all of a sudden, out of the woods comes this big horse with this like headless horse, <laughs> this pumpkin-headed god comes out of the woods with his big cape, and he like starts running after us, and we have to like, get out of here, like make it to the covered bridge. That's kind of like what I. That's what I feel like when I like listen to Jimi Hendrix. Was like I feel like Ichabod Crane, like some scared little thing. And then out of out of the blue, something comes and gives me like, like, like it's gonna, it scares me so much that I I, I want to live more. I scare, it's, it's so frightening the power that it has. And then like I run and like oh my god I gotta make it to the covered bridge I gotta make it I gotta make it I gotta make it. And you turn by and you hear like a fucking Jimmy like quick slamming on his solo. And you turn around and you see this big flaming fucking pumpkin head flying at your face and, and, and at the end there's like a, a non-conclusive ending that's like completely what I feel like. and it feels like to see some like one of these like truly powerful people of the world when they're when when they're at their like fullest form unearthly is what they feel like so I feel like when I listen to any like most any of his songs like that song angel I think is what it's called God, it's like bold as a love is another one that I really like. Shakespeare's quality was like, he could like, when you read Hamlet, you become like Hamlet. Or you become someone in that. And you can't like stop it. it, it when I read Hamlet, I become him. It was like, becomes like, and I feel like all the things he feels. And Shakespeare somehow like like provokes that emotion in you. Like most days you just walk around. Most days people are basically cardboard objects. Just like, oh, oh, I just caught my coffee in the morning. And just like kind of like trudging along. And there's no spark or anything. Like you're just like, you're waiting for like the emotional experience to the mood. To at least change you and like boost you up in spirit and feeling but uh 
most of the days that does not happen. And I think the only thing that gets me to it is like the writing and art and imagining or things. Or even doing this podcast, I, I think of like weird things that I would never have thought of. Because I'm like trying to like match my interior monologue up to my mouth. Which usually didn't be, work that well. I was like, uh, the, the, I still do that sometimes. Like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I completely forget it, like for like 30 minutes at a time what I was even going to say or, or my interior monologue like keeps going shoots into like fucking stratosphere speed and I can't and my, there's no way my like vocal ability will uh, keep up with it but now it's like even now it's like just talking and rattling on like trying to match that up with my interior monologue is uh I hate even like calling it like that. The interior monologue sounds so like dead. <laughs> you might as well just call it magic. But yeah, um, but, but but Hamlet, like the revenge you want to, you like you, you could, you're there with him, and also he does see things like out of this world, like ghosts. He doesn't know if the ghost is his like actually his is his dad or the, like a devil pretending to be his dad but eventually because it's right and like predicts that like his uncle did like murder because when he sets up that play and like sees the look on his, his uncle's face that he knows that that's how he killed him like pouring something like, like poison in his ear which is sort of fucking disturbing like when you're sleeping somebody's pour something in your ear god damn I'll be fucking crazy that is so disturbing and creepy that's the most, like, the most weirdest thing, like creepiest thing I could think of right now, like walking, like in the October out here, like week of Halloween, is that like, just like taking a nap and somebody like, coming up with like a funnel and putting something that's like poison in your ear and killing you. Fuck, that is creepy. But yeah, you want your, you want the revenge. You want to be, you want it to be Hamlet, somewhat out of your mind sometimes pretending to be out of your mind to get like the controlled response and I don't know if you like any of you tried it like you like set your like record on if you have like one of these inline microphones and just walk around in the public and like if people talk to you you talk you start at talking different to people <laughs> because you know like maybe it's good material that I can use for my podcast it's very, it's very weird. You're like, a, you become like a, like originally you're like two people, you like your mind and your body, whatever, and you're walking out and your mind, your body and the overlooking like of yourself. But with it, like when you're recording, you're like the mind, the body, but also you are another body, like you're another person too. You're, a, you become like a character a double character in a play, like a, a two people at one time. It's a very strange effect. And it's kind of like freeing actually, <laughs> I don't know why. As if I had didn't have this like recorder on and like talk this up and talk to somebody like I'd be a kind of kind of different. Be kind of like just subdued and not caring. 
but now you want to create action into the world like you want to create a magic you want to create like a you kind of create like a witchiness into the world like you want to cause like a dramatic effect it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain Ah, it's cold. It's getting cold. Oh, it's getting cold. Sun's going down. It's like going down over this beautiful soy field. <laughs> I tell you what, when I look around, like see this uh, sun, like glaring down on this soy field it's like the soy is like really dry now it's like completely dried up it's like shining down on it and it looks like pure bronze and it's beautiful really and i see like a bunch of bugs like the dying bugs going across stuff floating in the air and like cobwebs through this like empty barn thing there's something about that like the slanting the, the slanting on um, the chill air it's very appealing to me like I said before, that was probably my own weakness thinking. <laughs> it's also, I think like a big weakness of people is when like they get older and they don't think of like holidays as anything important anymore. I think it's like, that's like breaking like magic in your life, like breaking this, it's like breaking a ritual, like Halloween, ugh. Oh, you should like Halloween, you should you should celebrate it. I remember going to my church and like, we don't celebrate, we don't want any demons or ghosts. We don't want any demons or ghosts on our candy that you bring in. I was like, oh fuck it, I ain't bringing any candy then. Who gives a shit if there's a ghost on your candy? Oh, we're having a harvest festival, not Halloween, not All Hallows Eve, the devil's holiday. Fucking grow up, Jesus Christ. It's fucking stupid to sometimes people. I'm like standing here looking down in the creek. There's like a little off way you can, you can just get a good view of it and like an overlook down into it. It's like mud, like dark brown and like swirling, like fast ripples and all these like strange intricate patterns. If I was in like a dream, these like patterns would like completely be alive and I'd feel them like spinning. Dreams are kind of like, I would guess like doing acid or something. Some of these houses I walk by, like I walk a lot, right, through the week. Anyway, a lot of times I'm just like listening to like my playlist. But some of these houses, like I mean, you can usually tell the ones they smell like they make like perfect like dinners every night. It smells so good walking by them. And one thing about me is like, I've been wrong so many fucking times. It's like outrageously wrong. It's like, keep me wrong, like retardedly wrong. 
That's fucking just dumb ass wrong. Over and over and over and over. And they say it like if you repeat the same shit over and you're like a psychopath. Well, I guess I'm a fucking psychopath because I like goes wrong over and over and over. But you know what? Like, like being wrong as many times as you can without dying is, is a, in itself like a magic power. It's, it's a magic. And, uh, and being right isn't as... You don't want to like live your life like being wanting to be right all the time. When I was a kid, like I, I hope like other people did like were like beat me and stuff, <laughs> like not like beat me physically, but like win, win, because I got like there's a weird sensation like in me that like, I got enjoyment out of them winning more than like seeing them win more than like I got enjoyment out of it like winning my, for myself because I knew how like fleeting that was like you win and then there's like okay okay so you're right it doesn't make a fucking difference after a while but my enjoyment came from like seeing like somebody smile or like feeling like oh yeah fuck yes I won this and I guess it's like stupid of me to be to think of this, but I don't know. It, it's, it's just how I how I feel felt about things. I still feel about that. Like a lot of times, I hate being right but sometimes. But all right, it's all right. So this has been the Halloween walk with uh, Glon. Have fun. I'll see you. Oh shit! I about busted my fucking ass. I about fucking, <laughs> I hit like this up, it's like the roots grow up and like raise these, these side, the sidewalk and like they're like unpredictable as hell sometimes if you're not watching and I about just laid out bad fucking face planted back there. Anyway, see, see y'all later, so I'll talk to you next week.